0: <laughs> Here he is! I present to you the chicken man! So uh, hallelujah! Amen! I'm
1: excited. About the word today. I'm excited. About Amen. Excited about the word. Excited to be in the house of God. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah. Excited about what God is doing in this yeah. world. Yeah. Excited my notes are flying. hallelujah yeah. amen yeah. praise God God is good amen hallelujah you know last night um, we uh, just for um, for fun and to spend time together uh, we went out for a drive and uh, Elijah wanted to take us for a ride and uh, check out a couple things that he'd been seeing and and uh, he was excited that, you know any 16-year-old with his license, you know, like like to drive around and see things, and and he's, um, you know, we're thankful that he's um, is willing to share his, you know, that with his parents, you know, not all not all kids are like that, you know, not some of them, you know, uh, totally keep their parents apart from their life and don't don't share anything that's going on in their life, and you know, so so uh, you know so when he when he says that you know and when he when he brings up things um i like to um if if at all possible, i like to um you know you might say indulge him or you know go along with it and and be a part of what he wants to say now uh Friday night, he said that um you know i got i was home and i was for some reason I was beat tired I was just so tired i sat down in a chair and I was just out of it you know I just went I just went to sleep you know and and uh and and he told me that the next day he asked me if I wanted to go for a ride with him and uh and and I had this big conversation with him and I said no I don't want to go it's too late you know and i have no recollection of this i don't remember a word of this whole conversation you know so i i apologize for not uh being willing to go with him you know but so last night we um i you know i i had sat down but he told me you know get back up so i didn't fall asleep again and uh and we uh so we went for a ride anyways and we we went um out a couple places and then, um, as we got home, okay, we're getting um, out of the truck, you know, and, and it's dark out, and we look up and we see all these stars in the sky, you know, it was a beautiful, clear night. I don't know if anybody else, you know, happened to notice, you know, but they, we look up and it's just a beautiful, uh, you know, night with the the stars all out, and it's just uh, amazing to watch, and my wife, uh, Debbie, she uh, made comment, you know, and we're all standing there looking at him. And uh, so um, as, as, you know, I was looking at it, it reminded me of, you know, kind of a story about the guy that took his son um, on a camping trip and he wanted to spend some time with his son and um, and get, you know, some bonding time, you know. And so he, uh, they went off in the country and they uh, found a place and they, pitched their tent, and they did some stuff, and it was time to go to bed, and they called called in, got in their sleeping bags and everything, and they're there, um, you know, fall off to sleep. Well, middle of the night, they both happen to wake up, you know, and they're laying there. And they're just gazing up at this beautiful stars in the sky and this beautiful, you know, just, I mean, you know, same as what we were doing last night, you know, just um, amazed at, the, at how many stars there are when you're out in the dark country, you know, and there's just so many stars. And he spoke, the father spoke to the son and said, well, what, what does that say to you? And he says, uh, the son says, well, you know, I. Uh, I learned in school about the you know the thousands of galaxies out there you know and in all these stars you know there's just many galaxies out there you can you can kind of see but they're all you learn that there are, that there's many things out there many galaxies out there and he says and and we also learned about the constellations you know and how the different shapes that they make out of the stars connecting the dots you know and making the different constellations you know. And uh, he says, um, you know, but also, you know, it, it speaks of the, of the mightiness of God, the vastness of God, and how he, he placed each of, those, uh, each of those stars in a certain order and in a certain place. And he, he, he designed it for our, for our enjoyment like that. And he says, well, you know, okay. He says, Dad, what does it say to you? And the dad looked over and he says, well it, it says somebody stole our tent. I I appreciated Belinda's um, testimony so much because it's Basically, a summation of what God was t- saying to me and what we're, what I wanted to uh, share about today. And I want to start out by reading in first Peter, the first uh, Peter, the second chapter, and we're going to start in verse nineteen. It says, first Peter two nineteen, for this is thankworthy. If a man for conscious conscience towards God endures grief, suffering wrongfully, for what glory is it if when ye are buffeted for your own faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if when ye do well and suffer for it and ye take it patiently, this is acceptable for God, to God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in His steps. Amen. Um, back in 1970, a singer named uh, Lynn Anderson, um, she wrote, uh, she sang a song that says, I never promised you a rose garden. Along with the sunshine, there has to be a little rain. And, uh, you know, this is what life is. You know, life is, is, um, a, is, it doesn't always give you a rose garden. It doesn't always give you. The um, you know, the beautiful things, the wonderful things. There are things in this world that are not fair. There are things in this world that we endure. Some of them, um, like this says in the scripture, some of them are our own doings. Amen. Some of them are, are because of our own uh what we do, okay? So, you know, it's like um I always get a kick out of these um out of these car commercials because they show these cars and they are um they they show these drivers that are obviously professional drivers and they're just flying through town or they're you know going around these corners doing these you know drifting around and uh, they're doing all these things and I'm thinking this is so unrealistic you know it's like you know when are you going to do this with a car this is not Regular driving. Why are you trying to sell me on something that is not a reality? This is not true. I cannot go out and do these things. And if I do these things, okay, I will suffer the consequences of doing these things, you know? If I go out there and I just, you know, I I drive in my sports car and I'm just saying, you know, well, I'm just going to get out on the interstate and I'm going to open it up, and I'm just, you know, floor it and fly down the road at 95 miles an hour, you know, that's the, yeah, 95 might be the route that you're on, but it's not the speed limit. We need to understand, and, and we need to see there are consequences there to doing these things, and if we get caught, then we need to not complain about it but realize that it's just the consequences of our actions okay if and, and and you should endure those things with patience you should you know and be you know ever thankful for the times that we did not get caught you know because there's so many things that um you know that that um, the lord allows us to get away with thankfully the lord does not you know condemn us or allow us to get caught for every little thing that we do sometimes it's not on purpose and sometimes you know the other day i was i you know every time you pass a policeman you know you you're like oh, look at the speedometer you know it's like yeah what am i doing uh, you know and, and and yesterday we were going to we were, we were, my brother he he and his wife renewed their vows yesterday. We had a wonderful time. And uh, you know my brother Sam, Norm? Uh, yeah, Sam, he and his wife renewed their vows last uh, yesterday, and uh, they invited us to be a part of that. But we were, we were going up 120, going up the hill towards the hospital, you know, and uh, and, and I, I'm just, you know, not thinking about it. I'm just going along, and uh, and, uh, and the police goes by. I look down, and I'm doing, you know, the speed limit's 40, and I'm doing, like, 57, you know, and I'm, like, looking in my rearview mirror, expecting any minute for the blue lights to come on and him come whipping around, you know, and all, and, uh, and, 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 and thankfully, you know, uh, the Lord was gracious, and, um, you know, I, and, and I, I used it as a reminder, I slowed down. <laughs> I slowed down. I paid more attention to the speed limit, you know, and it's always good to do that. So, anyways, they, um, it's it's so um, it, it's so interesting that you know God says you know here He understands that we do things, okay? And he puts it in the Bible. You know, it's amazing to, to read the, the stories in the Bible and some of the patriarchs in there. And, the, and he does not color coat them. He does not can, or candy coat them. He, he, he tells it like it is. They made mistakes. They, they, they were real people, okay? They, they're not just stories in a book. These are real people. Abraham and, and Isaac and all these people, you know, when we, we talked a few weeks ago about Joseph, you know, and all the things that he suffered, you know, all the things that he went through. These, these are, are, are real people that lived their life just like you and me. Jesus Christ was a real person Who lived his life just like you and me. And and you know, and I I believe that there are times when you know he was going along and it says that he was tempted in all ways. That means that I believe he went along one day and he stubbed his toe. Yes, that's right. You know? I, I believe that you know there was times when he, you know, his his you know his stomach rumbled with hunger. The Bible tells us that, you know, the the um, that the enemy took him out in the wilderness and, and had him. He was fasting for 40 days, and he says, you know, his stomach was, you know, was so hungry and everything. And the enemy tempted him, saying, "You can turn these rocks into bread. You can eat. All you have to do is just bow down and worship me. You can have all these things." You can have, you know, you can have all the the glories of the world if you but give up your soul. We have these temptations. Every day we have to face these things. Decisions that you make, decisions that, that are placed in front of you, we have to make those decisions every day. Are we going to be the overcomer? Because the Lord tells us that he is never going to give us more than we can bear. We may feel that way. But if we will persevere and we will overcome, we're going to get on the other side and say that wasn't that bad. It was horrible when we were going through it but if we go through it and we get on the other side just like belinda she's on the other side she's looking back and saying it was worth it to do not give in it was worth it to persevere and get beyond it and not be um under the the you know both the condemnation but you know the um you know sometimes we're a prisoner to these things if we're giving in to sin we're a prisoner to sin right. the guilt that we feel the you know the shame that we feel all these things keep us captive and keep us down and the enemy will come to us and tell us that we're worthless that we're that we can't overcome that we're, we're, we we are, are are nothing because we we're, we're less than nothing we are worms we are you know we are the worst of the worst because of how we cannot overcome but there comes a day when our spirit rises up within us amen and we begin to grab hold of the, of the word of God. And we say that, you know, we're, we, we're, um, we are more than overcomers. Right. We are the children of God. The Bible tells us that, you know, that our path has been laid out. All those things that you have been through, all those things that you go through, they are all a part of who you are today. Without all those things that you went through, Belinda, you would not be able to minister to the people the way you minister. Was Was it good to go through those things? No. Nobody says it's good to go through those things. But we know that God will use whatever it is that you're going through now, whatever you went through or before in your life whatever it was he is going to use every aspect of that of your life to get you to where you want to be okay we're going to say you know i want to go here and it, we cannot get there well when you go when you des, when you plan to get to a certain place and you can't get there, then you've got to understand that there's is a supernatural working going on, and you need to to give yourself over to the plan and purposes of God, and say I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to worry, I'm not going to you know get all anxious about this. But he says that if when these things come, he says if you will. Um, do these things in um, in patience. Take it with patience. Yeah. These things, suffer it with patience. Yeah. Then that is acceptable to God. Hallelujah. Okay. There are, like I said, there are some things we do for ourselves, and I I mean. Lord, help us out of these situations, but we have to suffer consequences for our actions. Okay, but there are some times when we have all the good intents and purposes, and we have, you know, we have given. The day to God, we've gotten up that morning and say Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it, you know. And then the next thing you know, you know the uh, you know you you get up and the the you know the the dog pees on the floor, the cat pukes on the rug, the you know the I mean you know the car won't start, the, you know the you know the you know, you look and you got a big pimple on your nose. You know, there's, I mean, there's there's just any there's all kinds of things that are going to rob you of that joy that you de- that you declared when you got up that morning. Because the enemy does not want you to be victorious. He wants to rob you of of your joy. He wants to rob you of your victory. And he wants you to go through life being defeated. That is his purpose in life. He says he goes, he, he searches, you know, to and fro on the earth for those who he can, uh, you know, devour and he can and he can um, discourage and he can cause to become defeated. This is what he wants. We need. To put him under our feet and say, "I don't care what it is that comes my way, I'm going to rise above those things." Amen. Amen. I'm going to rise above those things. Now, um, like I said, we 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 said that every everybody. I don't care how righteous we are, how um, straight the walk we walk. Okay, there's going to be situations there is going to be storms that come and and so many times we we these storm clouds come rolling in and uh, you know you 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 see the uh there used to be a an old um cartoon a um I can't remember if it was if if the name if, that I gave it or whether it was the name of Sad Sack but anyways this guy the Sad Sack anyways but every every place the guy went you could see there was just a cloud and rain he just you know it just he walked this way it was a, the cloud just went with him every place he went there was just a rain cloud and it was just raining raining down on him okay every every place he went and uh and, and sometimes you know you just feel that way you know you um you look over there the sun is shining you know you look over here there's a blue skies you know you you're sitting here and the rain is just falling down torrential on you you know and and you say what what is going on it's just you know this is this is life you know and uh, and we all get hit with these storms and we all get hit with these things and sometimes these these Storm clouds, we see them so dark, and, in in you know, they, they really block the sun out. But you know what? Um, there's, a, there's a saying that every cloud has a silver lining, okay? But the, the, the thing about the silver lining is that you cannot have a silver lining on a cloud without the sun being behind it. Okay. Now I'm telling you that this is a metaphor for our lives. We cannot endure. We cannot be victorious over the storms of life unless we get the Lord Jesus Christ in our life. Okay. We cannot overcome these things. We cannot be victorious. We cannot see the purpose of life without the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to have the Lord Jesus Christ. Otherwise, it just looks like doom and gloom. It's just another dark day in our miserable life. We are just living this from day to day. Oh, let me get through the day. Let me, you know, live it out. Let me let me get through to the weekend. You get to the to, to the weekend, and it's stormy the weekend, you know. We don't even enjoy the weekend. It's just, you know, our, our life is just enduring and we need to realize that without the lord jesus christ this is this is what you know you need to feel sorry for people that don't have the lord in their life because that is what they see this is what they're looking at. When they get up in the morning, it is doom. It is gloomy out. There is clouds. There is just darkness in their life. And they have no hope. No 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 ray of, of happiness there. It's just darkness all the time. It's just storm clouds. But when you add the Lord Jesus Christ, to those situations. When you add the Jesus Christ to to those situations of life, then you will look at those things, and they become a thing of beauty. Wow. Have you ever seen the light shining behind a cloud and the silver lining and the rays are coming out and, and shining down on the earth? If you, it's, I mean, there. You can go Google it. There are pictures of them. Pi- pictures of beauty. The 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 situations of life, the challenges of life, they become a thing of beauty in your life. They become something beautiful that the, that you can share. You know, not just not just for your beauty, not just for your uh, uh, enjoyment. But it's for everyone to see. It's for all to see the beauty of the Lord shining in everyday situations. Why are you so happy? Life has treated you badly. It's Jesus. It's our Lord Jesus Christ that makes me rise above these things. He says that I can rise above and I can soar like an eagle in heavenly places. I don't have to be you know, stuck to this world in, in all the things. I can rise above these things. I can become you know, an overcomer. And this is, you know, this is what the Lord, you know, desires for us to see. He wants to be a part of our everyday life. He wants to be there with us. He wants to help us. He wants to show us the glory. He wants, to see, he wants us to look at life from his perspective instead of our perspective. The world's perspective is that there's no hope. But God, in God, there is always hope. He always gives hope. It says, you know, the world gives condemnation where there is no hope. You're condemned. There is no hope for you. The Lord never takes you down that road. The Lord will convict you of things that need to be corrected. Believe it or not, I'm not perfect. Okay, (laughs) Okay, I said it. Okay. Hard to believe. But there's still things that the Lord convicts me of. And what I have to do is give them to him. Give them to him. Allow him to work in my life. And clean me up. Yeah. Say, Lord, search my heart. Yes. Check my ways. Check the things I'm doing. Check the things I'm doing. You know, not just the things that you see in church, you know, because I can come in here and I can put on a chicken suit. I can look I can I can look all all nice and pretty and polished in here. But you know, I could get home. In. I, right. And we get upset and kick the dog and, you know, yell at the wife and. I don't kick. Loose, I lost a friend. <laughs> in 1 uh, Corinthians, is it, uh, no, we're in Romans. Romans, the eighth chapter, it says, The Spirit itself heareth witness. With our spirit, that we are the children of God. Okay, we were talking yesterday with my um, my brother's uh, stepson, um, and he is not a believer. Um, but we were saying, you know, how you know he, he was um, brought into the family through marriage. And he's a part of our family. We all are God's family through, not out of our own doing, but because of the work that Jesus Christ did. We are adopted into his family. We are invited to be a part of the family of God. We are invited to be a child of God not because we deserved it not because we earned it there is nothing that we can do to earn our salvation it all is because of the work that jesus christ did on the cross It's all in accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. If you've not done that today, then I certainly invite you to do this. Invite him into your heart. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ and realize that there is nothing that you can do without the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? It's as simple as saying, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart and and become my Savior. Adopt me into your family. Amen. And He will come in and He will save you. He will forgive you for those sins. I don't care what you've done. Like we've been talking, we all have a past. But God can incorporate that past into your future and make your future a place of beauty and a place that will make a difference both to you and to others that you come in contact with. God will forgive you for your past and make something beautiful of your life. So God, the Spirit itself, beareth witness to our spirit. And I pray that the the Spirit of God is laying witness to your spirit right now, that we are the children of God, And if children, we are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to even be compared with the glory of God which shall be revealed in us." The glory that will be revealed in you is nothing compared to the suffering that we have been through in the past, or that we're going through now, or that we're going to go through, possibly. But as we give it to God, as we are children of God, then we will see the glory of God revealed in your life and people will see it people will see those rays coming from behind they will see the silver lining in your clouds they will see these things and they will be a testimony of the mighty God that you serve because your life my life is living word of God we are the testimonies the saying says, you may be the only Bible that some people are going to see. You need to be ready to give these people the mighty gift that God has placed in each one of us. The Bible says that ear, eye has not seen or ears even heard the mighty things that God has in store for each one of us. Okay? Okay. Some of those things that God has in store that we, you know, it's, you know, thank God He hasn't revealed them to us yet. Yeah. That's right. yeah. That's right. yeah. Yeah. We think, oh, the great and mighty things, I'm going to, you know, win the megabucks or something, you know, all the, oh, the mighty things that God has in store. Some of the things that God has in store are not going to be pleasant things, but they're necessary things to get us to where God needs us to be. And you are the only one that can fulfill the destination that God has in store for you. I cannot do it for you. You cannot do it for me. We have to go through this ourselves. And as we dedicate our life, as we give our life to Jesus Christ more and more each day, then we will see him unfold and take us places that we never thought we'd be able to go before. Those things in your life that were unpleasant, give them to God. Give them to God. And begin to look at your life in the perspective of God, and say, without those things, I would not be where I am today. I would not be the person I am today. I do not want to go through them again. That's right. Done. Got the t-shirt? Got on one? Let's move on. Okay? Let's move on with God. Amen? Let's see what great and mighty things he has for you, for me, for each one of us. Okay? He has a plan and a purpose for you. And it's a mighty plan. It's a great plan. It's exciting, okay? This life of of living for Jesus is so exciting, okay? It's so much more exciting than anything that you could ever imagine, okay? I tell you what, you know, get on the fastest, biggest roller coaster you want, and I tell you, it's nothing compared to listen to living a life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we will have... You know, you're our family. We'll, we'll, we'll just enjoy, you know, let's have a blast yeah. living for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let's live our life victorious. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah,
0: Jeffrey said this is the one and done. Hallelujah. some feathers here it looks like (laughs) oh yes yes let me just let me just real quick that Belinda wrote uh, according with the Steve's word because Belinda's birth name was Belinda sack and she was called sad sack as a child so this morning she cracked open three eggs it had a total of five yokes. So God has increased. Amen. Hallelujah. That's her life. Amen. Like Hi there. Wait, are, you, are you gonna? I just wanted to thank Steve. Yeah, Amen. Because as we see the Father already establishing and building what he was going to be bringing at tabernacles, but did you hear again? Rise up. Sean prepared us in that being walked by the Spirit, being those prepared putting aside the flesh. Now we're seeing that we're more than overcomers. So I just want to say, I can't tell you enough. These appointed times are not just for we Christians. They're specific to us. But they're to the nations. And I'll tell you what, this next month, starting with Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, as that trumpet sounds, he said he's going to shake this earth one more time. I just want to encourage you. Draw close to each other because this nation and the nations are going to be shook. And the only thing that's going to remain is what's his. Amen? Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. It's
2: true. We will go through. Um, I just want to... Uh, when you were ministering today, um, I had taken a snapshot of a quote that you were talking about our adversary. I mean, it's twenty-four-seven. Um, you really, you really can't let your guard down. I mean. And the point is, sometimes things happen that you really can't even protect yourself from because it's part of God's plan in him fashioning your life and all these things that we've been through. But I just want to read it. It was by C.S. Lewis, and it says, and this is the quote. There is no neutral ground in the universe. There's no neutral ground. Every square inch in our terms is claimed by God. Every everything. And every split second is claimed by God. And all of that is counterclaimed by Satan. It's that right here. So we are going through these things as he's talking about. I just love the beautiful stories. I know the struggles of your wife, that your wife has continued in. Uh, I've tried to encourage her. I know the struggles I've overcome. But I can tell you, oh, I wouldn't want to go through them again. Do you understand? But I know what they did and what they produced in the core of who I am. I am more courageous because of it and you are too. you become more courageous uh, with all these things that we've been through and uh, I just love the word today. thank you so much it was uh, very encouragement. I love that uh, even walking with the Lord all these years because uh, I'm ancient I won't even add those up. I don't want you doing math and thinking how old I am but listen, I want to tell you something. I want the word to be fresh every time i hear it i want i want the scripture to be fresh every time i hear it i'm like you know you were talking about hope you know god fills us up and i i just remembered worshiping this morning fill, fill us up it was something that came up out of my spirit fill us with hope because so much of this world tries to take that away from you he tries to put a little pinhole in there. It could be like a, a, a big inflated balloon with just some tiny little minute pinhole you can't find. And suddenly you're like, how? This thing is deflating. You know, it's just, it's that counter claim that the enemy wants to have on your life. So let's just let the words, all the words that are coming during this season, let them be fresh. Lord, fill us with hope. Fill us with hope. Let us let us uh, be aware of it more. Just be hoping. I'm hoping like a child hopes. I really believe that there's going to be this childlike f- faith that is childlike, but is so powerful because it doesn't have any question about anything that Abba has to say. So I really didn't come up to... Uh, Talk about all that, but I do want to tell you that things are coming up. Did you have your hand up for something? Okay Okay, well come up we want to hear it We don't want to miss anything Okay Yes, it's clouds, It's um, the sun's coming through, and there's a cloud there, and it looks like an angel. Did yeah. you take that picture? No, a friend of mine did, but oh. it's actually more of a heart. Oh, is it? Oh, that? I see it. Oh, it's to what? me, like see, isn't it funny how we, you know right. when you look at clouds and you're looking for something? So I'm like, that's the head and the wings, and you know, like, and and, and like a trumpet coming out here. That's what I see. I see a
3: giant heart. And I now see the heart. Yeah,
2: I see the heart and the arrow coming through it. You gotta. So this this is actually
3: taken the day of my mom's birthday, and I was having a tough time because she's not here. And so um, while we were here, we had a Bible study, and afterwards I said, I, I just said to God, I said, "Hey, can you just say happy birthday to my mom?" And I went home, and I'm a, li- a little while later. I'm kind of scrolling through, and I see this yeah, picture, see. and it's taken on her birthday. And I looked at the time of when it came through, and it was around the time that I had said, can you wish my mom a happy birthday." So God knew I needed the extra love, yeah. and He kind of sent a little message. In the clouds and that's kind of what i was thinking when he was talking about that is he you know shows I a little it did it touched my heart it shows yeah. a little heart in the clouds and he just kind of let you know hey you know i, I was thinking about you yeah. and it just went all kind of along with yeah. what he and said
2: it at that I moment it. At, sure, it. right when you're going through that. Yeah. absolutely so. i love that uh, be sure and look at this pass that around after church after church is great Elizabeth, what have you got to say? We're
3: starting a,
2: commi- uh, we're starting a committee.
3: Um, the first meeting will be on Friday. Uh, anybody who wants to join Simon and I, it's called the uh, Homestead for the Homeless. We could use a lot of people to come out and help us. Um, please see me. Uh, all hands on deck.
2: Um it's, it's giving back and giving back to God. Amen. Yes, it is. It definitely is um, in it is on God's heart. Are we done now? Okay, then I want to just say goodbye to everybody. Uh, we're getting ready to bring our offering. We're going to have a few announcements here today. We want to bless you with the word of God and let it be sealed to you during this holy season that we're coming. Don't forget, Tuesday is the Feast of Trumpets, and this is one of God's appointed, I mean, I'm sorry, Wednesday. This is one of God's appointed times. So be sure and keep focused on God. Watch for God sightings. We're looking at clouds, but keep keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Amen?